What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 136 of your favorite podcast, the Gordon Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Brandon Long. And today, we are going to talk to you about how alignment breathes efficiency. 2.2 seconds has never meant this much to you. I can promise you that. What do we mean by 2.2 seconds? It's time. I'm going to give you a full breakdown. And Brandon and I are going to share some funny stories about losing our virginity, which I'm not sure how that got brought up. But as always... Gordai Podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout to support your boy. Please scroll down the bottom page, leave us five stars. If you love us, share us with your friends. We would greatly appreciate it. 136. I'm bringing the fire. I'll see you inside. 2.2 seconds. So fast. You got all the first time having sex, huh? <laughs> Isn't it? Actually, Isn't no. It? I have a funny story about that. Let's hear it. First time I ever had sex was yeah. with a fire and ice condom. Dude, yeah, I used, to some, I, I used to rock some fire and ice condoms. The very first time, so I just thought I was going to burn every single time. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. You, so, like, Same thing you for her. Been... She was like, obviously, she was already in physical pain. Yeah. And then now she's adding in this icy fire yeah. condom. Yeah. Like, not, not the best route. So you never tried the condom on before you had sex the first time? I've never, I never put one on. No, you, you never put one on. So no. like, I had like practiced and stuff <laughs> on yourself or banana. Uh, no, like on myself. Okay. Like, I know like they made you do that in like yeah. class. Oh uh, yeah. 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 I definitely never did my that school in class. is too poor to afford those kind yeah. of classes. <laughs> to, to, to afford the condom and yeah. a banana. Yeah. You know, we didn't have those like classes. Yeah. Like, sex classes. We, we just, so we, we, we had sex ed classes, but they were pretty poor. Really? Honestly, it was just like, it was trying to like fear monger you. Out of like having sex, which just made me want to have sex way yeah, worse. Right. Um, I, I, I definitely practiced, and I definitely recommend practicing utilizing the condom before it's like actually game time. I hope we're not like, talking to anybody right now. Actually, <laughs> who are you telling that, to, that you recommend to practice? I, know, I don't think anyone will see this as a virgin, but if so, that's awesome. Like, I highly respect that you made it this fucking long. That's yeah, off to you. Tip of the fucking hat. My first, my so my first time I was sex, the girl wasn't a virgin. Okay. I later found out I was her fourteenth. <laughs> oh my god. Was she twenty? No. <laughs> no, she was sixteen. Shut was, the fuck I was 15, up. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like the hottest girl in school. She might listen to this podcast, actually. There's a strong chance she listens to this podcast. She still follows. What did like, I say right before this? I want a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so so she was the hottest girl in school by far. And she you know, she was like cheerleader. She was like, you know, XYZ all stuff. She's very popular. Right. Um, she was very popular amongst the men as well. And, you know, she, she kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, she was in her thing, but you know, she was obviously experienced. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to like walk me through the step-by-step process of like, um, you know, like, like we had discussed it beforehand. Like she knew it was my virginity. Like she took it very seriously. Uh-huh. Like she wanted to make it really special. So, <laughs> so how it went down was, um, it was after the winter formal dance, um, which, you know, was around during basketball season, mm-hmm. obviously winter time. And, um, it was, it was, it was that winter formal dance. Uh, we went back to my friend Kyle's house and it was me and her and Kyle and his girlfriend. And, um, well, you know, this was about how romantic it was. Kyle and his girlfriend were on the couch and me and her were on the love seat and we were watching a movie yep. and all of a sudden I look over and Kyle and her are, you know, having sex. And I was like, 
Well, I, I, I think this is where it happens. And, you know, I was six feet tall at the time. I haven't grown any since then in terms of height. Um, and, you know, I'm on this love seat couch. And, you know, you start fooling around. It's actually the first time I ever fingered a girl, too. Wow. Crazy, huh? Good for you. So, you know, you start fingering out. Dude, I, I knocked, I killed many birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember going to actually have the intercourse portion of the sexual experience. And I, 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 I um, you know, embarrassingly didn't know where to put it. Well, it's also when you're on a love seat, it's an awkward angle. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just like, like, mm-hmm. it, it's an awkward angle as mm-hmm. it is. Right. Um, especially when you're, like, too big for the love seat. And so, you know, I started off a little embarrassed. Like, there she, like no other in. locations available? <laughs> no, actually, no. no. We really? were, like, in his basement. Like, his parents were, like, upstairs uh, and stuff. I mean, you know, you're fucking 16. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were actually, we were supposed to do it at her house later that night. We were just going to hang out there for I a little I would have took her to the floor. <laughs> I would have said, fuck this love seat. <laughs> well, so we, we, you know, we had a blanket on top of, uh, of oh, us. Yeah, like, they like, had a blanket. Okay. We, had, we were having an orgy in the yeah. basement, essentially. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to put it in. She put it in. There I was go. like, this feels nice. And ever since then, I've <laughs> had been having sex. That's what you said? <laughs> yeah. This feels nice. Like I said, oh, that feels good. 2.2? 2. 2. Dude, 2.2 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so, you know, th- things finished up. She started crying, which I later found out she cried with everyone. I thought oh, it was special. Wow. I thought she was in love. <laughs> you thought you were I in love. Hype. I was hype. Yeah. I was in love. I just had sex. Hey, bro, I, did, I just left Ashley in tears last night. <laughs> Yeah, that Ashley. Cheerleading Ashley. Oh, man, that one. (laughs) And everyone's like, well, that's how I found out. They said me too. I was talking to someone. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone who's a good friend of my sister. She was a couple years older. And she's like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. She she did that with all of us too. And I was like, shut up, be serious. I played it off and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. And I confirmed it with another friend of mine who, you know, had Mm -hmm. had sex with her because almost everyone had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that player. was cool. That was good. Um, good yeah, yeah. So, so that was that was my experience, but it did last longer. Two point two seconds. Two point two. But you know what? Two point two seconds is significant. I, for I thought we were going to be getting into this. <laughs> At some point, As we're going to talk about yeah. this. So this is very, very impressive, actually. And there's a video that I saw um, online, which kind of um, that I really wanted to talk about to the podcast. But I wanted to like, how can I like? There's a lot of life lessons to be learned behind what this 2.2 seconds means, and I feel like it took me about a week to fucking figure it out. I just figured it out before I started this podcast. That's how fast Formula One crews are now changing and aligning all four wheels on a Formula One car. Uh, and that's the fastest pit crew that there is, about 2.2 seconds. Apparently, from my very brief understanding of, I saw the video, I skimmed through the Instagram comments. So you're saying like they change all four tires, 2.2 realign seconds. it. It's perfectly aligned, everything, 2.2 seconds. That's that's nuts. That's nuts, right? Yeah. How, many, how many people are, like how many hands is that? Man, I feel like there was like three per tire, maybe four. So that'd be like 12 to 16 mm-hmm. people. It looks very crowded. It's very crowded. Um, and so I think that this is really, really, it's, it's, it, there's a lot to be learned from this because it hasn't always been that fast. Like things have taken, you know, five, six, seven, eight seconds, you know, prior. And now how have we cut off six fucking seconds? Yeah. In this, right. Like they work for years to master this craft of, Perfectly aligning this extremely powerful vehicle with, you know, an elite level driver, uh, perfectly aligning all four tires to be able to go in the exact same. Like, do you guys understand 
if one tire is just very slightly off, you're going to lose the race. Or loose or, or lo- anything. Yeah. Any, like, it has to be beyond perfect. Like the actual definition of perfect, that's what they all have to be. You can't miss. And I mean, I like how much practice, how much mastery, how much passion is poured in. It's like everyone has one job. And let's say there's 16 people. I, I, I feel like there was around 16 people. Every single one of those people has a unique job that they're doing on each tire on each axle when you come in right and they know exactly they can probably almost do it with their eyes closed at this point because they've just it's muscle memory they've done it so much but everyone has the same end goal which leads us to being perfectly aligned when that driver leaves the goal is for when that driver to leave the pit crew they are not behind the other drivers, and they actually are ahead of the other drivers. Because as we all know, in like Formula One racing and NASCAR, things like that, NASCAR and things like that, a tenth of a second's huge. Like people lose races, which yep. means they lose millions of dollars from the race itself, from sponsorships, from you know TV deals, whatever it might be, by tenths of a second. Every second, it's yeah. huge. Well. I don't know how many times these guys changed, you know, all four tires throughout a race. I'm assuming it's multiple times, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Depending change, on the race, like how many laps and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So if you change four times, let's say, and each time you beat the, the next fastest pit crew by four by one tenth of a second, you're almost a half second faster. And then that's a monster advantage. You know, when you're talking about actually winning the race, and that's where the alignment leads. The alignment is very small. The mission is massive. The mission, when you race. The alignment to get there means every single one of you, including the driver, including the car, the spark plugs on the car, every single little detail about the car, the tiniest things, all have to be perfectly aligned. The pit crust to be perfectly aligned along with it. The chief, what do they call the dude who's up like scoping out the race and talking to the driver, I, whoever um, the fuck the that is. Or whatever. The Yeah, like boss, essentially the coach, the pit boss. It's not know. the pit boss. I don't know. But essentially the coach of these drivers. Just like, the leader of the pit yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. I would say the captain. Like the chief of the pit crew, maybe captain. Like pa- captain sounds about fucking right. Yeah. Like they, everything has to be perfectly aligned. A powerful engine doesn't make up for tires on our line or crews in the line. Alignment literally makes or breaks this entire race for this car. This car is a perfect um, representation of really anything that you have in your life from your personal to your professional to, you know, obviously I'm a bodybuilding coach, so I'm very interested in how this correlates to bodybuilding. So, you know, you, 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 a majority of us watched the Super Bowl. Well, the team that was most aligned is who won that Super Bowl game. They were two very evenly matched teams. Um, and really, you could say Kansas City actually had a slight advantage as right. they were the odds-on favorites. Mm-hmm. That, that, that Tampa Bay had their alignment and each individual player's mission had to be so much greater than Kansas City's alignment. And you knew Kansas City's alignment was going to be very good. They just won the fucking Super Bowl last year, right? Like, they weren't going to fuck up. You had to put them in bad positions, right? And that's exactly what this is. Elite-level athletes, like those that I work with on, on my roster with Team Haley, know the mission is very simple. And I think that's why we see such fantastic results within, you know, my my roster. The mission is to win the show. 
And, you know, we don't just say that. We don't just talk about it like that. Like, that's something that we live. And that's something that we do at a very high clip, a higher clip than anybody else that there is, 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 is we win our division and we win shows. Um, I mean, we, like, as you guys know very well, we literally won more than we lost last year in a sport where you are always going to lose more than you win. Like, you hire me because you are ready to win. So if you hire me and you're ready to win, your alignment, the mission is the same. Your alignment comes from the day in, the day out, the tedious shit. When you're 13 months out from a show and you know you don't see the importance of you know doing your job today, you don't see the importance of since the race isn't right around the corner, you have to hit those lug nuts or whatever the fuck they're called. I think they're called lug nuts. Lug you nuts. have to hit them fucking perfectly. Mm -hmm. You have to have the tire perfectly centered. You don't see that importance because the the race, the mission is so far away from where we're at right now. If you come on the team and your alignment doesn't match the mission, then you're probably, one, you're not going to see the results that literally all of your teammates are seeing. And two, you're likely going to end up seeing your way out because you realize, well, fuck, I'm paying $500 a month and I'm not actually putting in, you know, the, the I'm not earning that value because I'm not doing my job. Mm -hmm. Or you get frustrated because, I mean, quite frank, I call you out on the right. bullshit on, you know, you're not doing your job. It's very easy to tell when someone's doing their job versus not doing their job. So you need to check... Where are you? The majority of people listen to this podcast aren't Team Haley clients. Clearly, there's you know a lot more of you that listen to this <laughs> podcast than are on the team. That would be a wild number to have. Yeah, wow, that would be too. that would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you're here because fitness means something to you. That's how you found me. You're here because personal growth means something to you, and that's why you enjoy the Grow or Die podcast. But you're here because you're. You know, you're searching for something. This is all why we listen to podcasts. Yeah. We, we listen to podcasts because we're searching for something. Yeah. We want to learn. We want to come out of the podcast better than we went into yeah, it. Yeah, take something out of it. And, and you know, this isn't just music. It's not just senseless, right? Like, there's a time and a place to be senseless. There's a time and a place to learn to push yourself. And this right here is kind of one of those times because... I, 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 I say that because this is something that kind of hit me hard when I was doing a deep dive on, oh, fuck, the alignment. I know where my mission is, and this isn't bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is so an autopilot for me now. Like, dude, I have a plan. I follow the plan. I get results, and I win shows. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really easy, especially when, you know, I have Matt in my corner for my clients who have me in their corner. It's super simple to, to just do, right? It's more so the alignment about, like, what do you want out of the professional end? So, Today, um, we're, we're starting a new company, and I have someone who I'm hiring into the company who has a massive presence here in Austin already, um, and and you know essentially day one the company is going to be profitable, which is really fucking cool, right? Um, it's I'm definitely excited to kind of share more of the journey with you guys and and talk more about it, but this is someone who you know is the best at what he does. Um, and, and we're bringing him on board. Well, man, we've had meetings all week. We have had meetings all fucking week. I mean, every day 
myself, Tony, myself, Steven, myself, Chris, myself, Chris, Tony, Steven, like we've had so many fucking meetings. And like, honestly, I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on it. And Sunday's my day off clients, right? Like on Sunday, literally the only thing I do is this podcast. So Chris and I were supposed to chat early this morning around like nine, uh, no 10. Um, and you know, when we scheduled the call, he just like, wasn't thinking that, you know, he's going to be at church at 10. Um, and then when he, you know, he picked up the phone, he's like, I'm so sorry. Like I have to call you or can you call me back around like one, one thirty X, Y, Z. I was like, dude, you know, that's fine. Call him back one, one thirty. He was with his family at lunch because some of their friends from church invited them out to lunch that it's like, Hey, you know, can I just call you back later tonight? So I'm driving home and he calls me back and dude, I'm tired. And I was uh, starting to think about, I was like starting to think about this show, starting to think about the, the podcast and what we we're going to do. And I was kind of in a good place with it. And it was funny because this is kind of how I found today's topic was I'm talking about alignment. I'm talking about the overall mission. I'm talking about X, Y, Z. Well, my mission is for elite detail pros to be number one in Austin. And like, of, of course that's the mission, right? Like that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to achieve. For me to achieve that mission, the alignment has to be perfect. I'm the president of the fucking company. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna drop the ball on answering this phone call right now that I really honestly don't want to take, I was just driving home like silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how fucking peaceful. You're just zoning me. out. Yeah. I was just zoned out. Yeah. And I was like, man, not right now. It's a horrible world. time. But now I feel like it was like it was like a trial. I was like, how bad do you actually like want yeah. this? It's just a little tiny thing, right. but it was how bad I actually want this. So I'm realizing all this is I'm watching my the fucking screen show that you know Chris is calling, and I'm like, dude, fuck, like I I need answers. Like this is the alignment. Me and Chris talk, and you know we're on the phone for about a half hour, and it's funny because that conversation ended up being so goddamn important. And that conversation got us closer to the goal. Now, because of that conversation, I believe we're going to get him officially hired tomorrow and we're going to be able to start the company in about two weeks' time. Fuck yeah. If I didn't take that because he told me on the phone, tomorrow he has like 18 jobs to do. If I didn't take that, we weren't going to be able to link till Tuesday. Well, wow. on Tuesday and Wednesday, he won't have any way to come see me to see the van, to get yeah. set up and everything. So now that pushes us back to Thursday. Well, Thursday is my busy day. So now we're looking at Friday. Because I answered that phone call, I saved a whole week of time. Yeah. Because now he's just coming out tomorrow. Now you get everything fast forwarded. Yeah. A whole week. So five fucking days was saved because I just did something that was aligning with the overarching mission. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, because if you you didn't know that if you no. hadn't taken that call. No how long that would have pushed it all off. No, well, I had no fucking idea what else we had to talk about. Yeah. But actually, there was something really important that needed to discuss that yeah. we hadn't handled on our end and he hadn't handled on his end that we got handled tonight. Do you feel like it's making you look at the tedious situations yeah. differently now? Yeah, way differently. The things that like, you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this. I can do it tomorrow. Because yeah. you could have easily said, I-, I could take this call tomorrow. 100%. And it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. And we wouldn't have been you, able to until you, Friday. You would have been like, oh, it's fine if I take it tomorrow. Like, exactly. It's not like it's going to speed anything up. Exactly. And you would have never known. And, and, and you know, this it, it's it's kind of a delicate situation as well. Because, like, he's leaving a really successful job. So he has a wife, he has two kids, and he's leaving a really successful job for a startup. Like, he's taking a monster gamble on what we're doing. And so I need to be completely aligned with him. And this dude's just, he just loves, he loves detailing fucking cars. And he's really, he's fucking good at it, dude. Like he is so fucking He's done the Beamer a few times? Yeah, he's done the Beamer a few times. Um, he's, he's done it four times actually. And every single time, I mean, well, that's why I called him. Cause it was, I mean, 
I've had my car detailed 15, 20 times here in Austin and the top times are when he's done it. Mm. And he was also the most cost effective and he was the fastest as well. And so it's like, well, fuck dude. Like we're knocking out a lot of fucking birds at one stone here. Right. Like Mm -hmm. we're making a good move. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that can be a very subtle life lesson for a lot of you guys is the alignment has to match the overarching mission. So how are we going to go about this? You have to figure out where's the mission, right? And you're going to have to be perfect in your execution day to day, just like the pit crew. And if you're my client and you're perfect day over day, if you're an athlete on my roster, day over day, you're hitting everything across the board. You are the pit crew. I'm going to be the driver and I'm going to drive you as close as I possibly can to winning. In all organizations, that's kind of how it should be, right? My mission, winning. You hired me to win. So now we need to both do things. We need to show up for each other every single day in order to achieve that end goal. If if, if something is off, if uh, let's say... Let's say the driver, the, the the car loses the fucking power at the end. Let's say I'm the I'm the car, and I lose the fucking power at the end, and we fuck up your peak week or something like that, right? Well, that's a variable that needs fixed, assessed, you know, all that stuff. It's 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 going to fuck us up, and we're not going to win. But if we're both perfect in our alignment up until that point, the chances of anything in peak week getting fucked up are so slim to none because right. I have so much fucking mm-hmm. data mm-hmm. on what works, what doesn't work, and you know how to proceed from here. If you get tired in prep and you start sandbagging your cardio, your lifts a little bit, well, that's not following the protocol perfectly. Or if you decide, you know, instead of this, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm that's not in your training programming. Well, that's not hitting protocols perfectly. I can't take any data from that. Yep. Like everything needs to be, every T needs to be crossed. Every I needs to be done. You be on the same exact page. I mean, the everything. same not exact the same page. page, literally the same line yeah. sentence. Yeah. The same, the same fucking sentence, mm-hmm. every single step of the way. Mm-hmm. And that's how we win a show. Right. That's how formula one driver wins the race. Like there's so much shit that goes on behind the scenes. You know, what it's not just the driver see, crossing the finish line first. And that's all people see. Uh-huh. People don't see the, the hours of practice of practice, of practice, put it in People don't see the communication that the client and I have and how much communication they see Justin posted another first place. They see the medals and, the and that's all they see. They don't understand what went into it. And that's something that I know a majority of my clients, every fucking client should listen to this podcast, but a majority of my clients listen to this podcast. A lot of you hired me because you see the success we had last year, especially in a COVID year was absolutely absurd. I mean, you can't point to someone that really had it better than us other than like Shane Hagley, and I'm going to catch his ass real soon. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. You can't really point at someone who had it better than us, right? Yeah. But you need to understand all you saw was the end, and right now you're living in what made that happen. Those people didn't win because of me. Those people won because they aligned with the mission that I aligned with every single day, and we were in the same sentence on the same page of the same fucking book mm-hmm. in the same library the entire step of the way. And that is how we reach that end mission. That's how we reach that end mission time over time over time over time. As soon as a certain alignment is off and that car loses, the, the, the engine can't give the car all the power that it has, you're pretty, man, your odds of winning just go way down. So the mission is very simple. There's not a single competition prep client on my roster who doesn't understand the mission. You're in an improvement phase until you're ready to fucking 
win a show. Until you, until that you might say. be a building phase. It might be a cutting phase. It might be X, Y, Z. I lose a ridiculous amount of clients over that. They, like, they just want to compete and then you won't let them? They just, yeah, because I won't let them compete. And it's like, Because they're not ready. No, you, you're not ready, but also it's not about doing a small podunk show and winning. No, it's about like looking like a winner. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's, a, there's a standard to uphold and a reputation to uphold that right now your physique is not ready to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I have a lot of fucking pride in what I do, as mm-hmm. people should. I wish there was more pride in bodybuilding because a lot of the shit that you see happen in places is, quite frank, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the season's approaching really quickly, and I know it's going to start real fucking quickly. And, and you know, you're going to see some coaches really show their ass. Um, but it's not going to be like that here. Like there's a quality standard here. I feel like that's, that's why your roster is so good though, is because exactly. like, those people weed themselves out. Oh, the hundred percent. Like, you don't do. even, you don't even have to be like, okay, this isn't going to work. No. Most of the time they're just kind of like, they understand. Yeah. We kind of come to a mutual agreement and they're like, I'm going to try something else out. I'm like, I think that's a really good idea. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. But when you look at the people with many long term, right. And look at their resume. And it's and then look at the people who leave. Mm-hmm. Look at their resume. Exactly. And it all makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to this with, uh, about this with a friend the other day, and this is going to be the cockiest, most conceited thing I ever say on air, and but it's true. And you can't find a data point that does not say that it's true. No one's left me and gotten better. I mean, the data backs it up. Go, mm-hmm. go look. Mm-hmm. Go look. I can send you fucking. Right. I can send you names of people who aren't on the team anymore. Who are, no one's left me and gotten better. That speaks. I'm talking about like no one's left and made a splash. Sure, like you can build some muscles and you can like do X, Y, Z. No one's left and made a splash. Why? Like if turn pro, handle, like left and turn pro. I mean, even win a show. Oh fuck. I mean, even win a division, a competitive division. There was someone who was kicked off the team last year who went and won a division, but there were only two girls in the division. Yeah. Or um, uh, she who went and won her class, but there were only two other girls. She beat one person. She beat two people. Oh, and, but she didn't look like a winner. Like, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, right. you can win the show. You Doesn't can, mean she got better. You can win the overall. But, like, who'd you beat? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see people beat someone. Right. I want to see a resume be built. Like, no one's made a splash mm-hmm. in competing. Right. Who's left? It's not because I'm their coach. It has nothing to do with my coaching capabilities. It has everything to do with the culture that we have here and what I expect from people. There's better coaches than me with way less results. Because that culture matters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the reality is, Bruce Arians probably isn't the best football coach in the world. Probably not. Tom Brady, we can all unanimously agree, is not the most physically gifted athlete to ever play football. Right. Sports. Mm-hmm. He is the greatest athlete of all time, above Michael Jordan, above Bill Russell, above all these. Football's harder than basketball. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has won more and the hardest sport you can possibly play in the world than anybody else has. Right. And you can disagree with that all you want, but it's, it's reality is you're not going to disagree that football's hard in basketball. You're not going to disagree that winning a Super Bowl in 2021 is way harder than winning NBA championships in the 70s and the 90s. Right. These are just facts of life, right? Tom Brady is not the most physically good person. Bruce Arians is not the best coach in the world. Tom Brady is not even one of the top 100,000 most physically gifted athletes in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians might be a top 50 coach in football. We're talking college and NFL. I mean, there's some geniuses in football, and, you know, he's yeah. he's good, but he's not. Look at how many times he's lost. He was in Arizona. Yeah. 
right? I really like Bruce. I, I like Bruce Aarons a lot. Yeah. He seems like a great guy. Yeah, he's a good coach. But they, why did they win? Because everybody there was, this was mission, bought in. There was an alignment, and everyone did their job every single day. To win. Tampa Bay was not good last year. No, no, they haven't, won, they haven't went to the playoffs in ten years. And now they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I can be like the Tom Brady, or more so, I guess, the Bruce Arians, because I'm not the best coach in the world, but I do have higher standards than everybody else. And if that and this culture on Team Haley, no one else is even touching. No one else is close to. Him, quite frank, if if you don't make it here, it's not because of my coaching abilities is because you couldn't live with the culture. Mm -hmm. And to me, that speaks volumes because then look at the people who do make it. Look at the winning that right. occurs. Look at the impact and the way that their lives change. Look at the, I mean, I mean their lives outside of fitness as well. That's yeah. why this means so much to me. It's like, you know, I, I take it. I've said it many times, everything I do is just based on how urban Meyer ran his football program at Ohio state. It's not about just, it's it's about more than just like winning games. It's about more than just like winning shows. It's about like, are, dude, are you a good human? Do everything right. Are you someone that I want around people I care about? It's do everything right. Mm -hmm. When no one's watching, are you good or are you bad? There's not an in between, right? I think this is a very simple expectation. I think we should have more expectations like this. I think if we had more expectations like this, that the entire world would be a much greater place. I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. Drivers lose a lot of crew members because they're just, quite frank, not able to keep up with the alignment, not able to keep up with the efficiency. So my coaches listening to this podcast, yo, when you lose someone, assess why you lost them. Was it actually you? Very rarely, I can't lie, very rarely it is. When someone tells you they just, like, 8.5 times out of 10, when someone tells you they can't afford it anymore, what they're saying is they can't afford to not stick to the plan anymore. They're wasting their money week over week or month over month that they're sending you to just just to not follow or execute a protocol. Right. It's not that they actually can't afford the 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 training. Now that does happen. The, dude, especially last year, there's people lost their fucking jobs. And I, I recently had a client who lost her job. And she had to step away from the team. It sucks. She's so fucking talented. She's really good. And I know she'll be back and she'll be really good when she's back. Uh, she's making such good progress. But you know, it's it's like that does happen. Yeah. But I would say 85% of the time, it has nothing to do with cash. I just can't afford to waste this money anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm not where I need like to they be. They know they're it. wasting it and they're wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. And not meeting the expectations. So exactly. Like, yeah. so, and, and then you just kind of feel like shit about yourself, mm -hmm. honestly. And it's tough. Like it's tough to confront that. Like as an athlete, it's really hard oh, to, yeah. to, you know, send that to your coach. Yeah. But like a majority of people aren't going to be like, I have had people do it and I respect these people and I would take these people back in a heartbeat. Like, I can't lie. I'm just not ready for this. Yeah. It's like a lot. this is more than I'm ready for. And you're a lot more than I've experienced. And that might be a good thing or might be a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're one of my it's clients. It's, it's not easy to work with no. me. You're like, you live with me and it's not yeah. easy to work with right. me, but I don't want it to be easy to work with. I don't want to exactly. be accessible. I'm not the planet fitness of coaching. Right. Right. That's These, not how we're going to win. No. No, that's not how we're going to win. It's not easy to get on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not easy to be on the pit crew of, I don't even know who the best Formula One driver is. I know it used to be like, I don't know, fucking Tony Ferretti or Ferretti. <laughs> Someone who's listening to this podcast knows who I'm talking about, and they are they're kicking gonna, my ass right now. They're going to DM me. You, yeah. be, and I'll be like, yeah, that, that fucking that guy. guy. Of course yeah. that's who I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to understand, humans live for efficiency. 
How are you the most efficient? Well, you're completely aligned. You're completely aligned with the mission that you have at hand. Oftentimes, we hold ourselves back from achieving it because it is very, very hard to become aligned with yourself. You know how I feel like people become aligned with themselves the best way? I look back on people close to me. I look back on my journey to where I'm at now. Man, you got to be alone so much. Like, people hate being I hate being alone. Yeah. Do you hate being alone? Or do you kind of uh, enjoy it? I, I get bored. What about painfully alone? Like when you're in a darker like place? Like three days straight. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. That's hard, right? I don't know. That's when you're going to I'll grow. go walk around and try I know. to You'll talk try to, to make friends. Yeah. It, it, that, that's what we do. Because Dude, fuck. We were painfully alone during that ice During st- fucking ice storm. That during COVID. shitty. Yeah. Like, we were painfully alone. Yeah. And it sucks, but, like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, I think we all came out of the ice storm better. I think we all came out of co- the COVID situation better. Oh, we learned a ton. Yeah. About ourselves. Because we had to we had to assess internally, like, what, it, how, just literally what and how. It doesn't even need to be what to do, how. but live in your own thoughts. Nothing. No one to talk you to. You sat anything. there. I mean, dude, do you remember? In a while, there was a time, like, 10 months ago, we weren't even allowed to leave the house. Yeah. You thought about that? There was a time That's 10 nuts. days ago where we couldn't leave the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't and leave the house either. We didn't have any cell service, Dude, we didn't have power, that water. Was wild. Yeah. I mean, it's wild to think about the shit that we've all been through last like, 12 months. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's absolutely absurd. So, what do I should do? Check yourself. Are you aligned with yourself? How do we find out if we're aligned with ourselves, Justin? Dude, I'm really fucking glad you asked. What is your mission in the next hour? What's your mission in the next day? What is your mission in the next week? What is your mission in the next month? All of these have to have an answer. So again, what's your mission in the next hour, the next day, the next week, the next month? Actively think about that. What, what, what is it? Hour, day, week, month. If there's no answer, if there's no definitive answer, if there's like, oh, well, this or this. No, there, there's, there's one thing. There's one thing. The mission is... I'm going to be perfect with my diet, zeroing everything out for the next four weeks. And within those four weeks, I'm going to overload on my training in some sort of manner. Every single training session in those four weeks. On my rest days, I'm going to allow my body to be in a parasympathetically driven state for a majority of the day as much as I possibly can. And I'm going to learn something new on all those rest days. That's a goal. Right. Right there, that, that's a mission, mm-hmm. right? So now he has to get aligned. If you don't have an answer, you need to find an answer because if you don't have an answer, you're kind of just punching in the hours of the day of like human fucking life. You're just clocking in when you wake up, you clock out when you go to bed, and you don't actually do anything tangible with the time you have there. I talked about that in my Instagram post today. I talked about how you know Team Haley a few years ago was stuck between like 250 to $400,000 of, of annual income. And I was like, how the fuck are we like not growing? Like, how are things not getting better? We have more clients who, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, the results are amazing. Like what, whatever, like, how are we not growing? We being Steven and I completely changed the way we are doing everything. And we, what, what I thought was working was actually just kind of a facade because I, I was getting good results and the team name did have a big brand. But, you know, since then, it's ascended into a multi-seven-figure company. 
and that's only been in two years' time. You are holding yourself back from that kind of growth. I'm not saying you're all going to have multi-seven-figure companies. That's not for everyone. You're probably not fucking interested in that, to be quite honest. But where in your life are you stuck at a quarter million dollars that needs to turn into multi-seven figures? Where in your life? Is it spiritual? Is it with your intellect? Is it with your romantic relationships? Is it with your social environment? Where is it? There's somewhere in there that you need to turn into a few million bucks. And right now it's lacking. Right now it's not serving you. And right now you're not getting out what you're perceived to have put in. So you need to make the time count. Don't count the time. Make the time fucking count for you. Amazing things happen for humans and within a team when everyone's on the exact same page. Every Thursday we have staff calls. Me and my staff hop on a call and we just discuss things. Sometimes it might seem pointless. It might seem tedious. It might seem like this is the same thing he said last week. There's a reason for that. I'm making sure we are all aligned. That we have a very, very clear and very concise understanding of, hey, this is where we are. This is where we need to be. This is how I think we should get there. Everyone give me your thoughts. Gather the thoughts. We have a think tank. I love you guys. Have a good evening. We'll talk next Thursday. Let me know if you need anything at all. Going back to that conversation we started with, yeah. like you could easily avoid that or put that call off. Yeah. Or like you, It's important. I can promise on Thursdays, very, my very busiest important. fucking days, I don't want to take that call. Yeah. Because like that's the end of the but day. But you know how important it is. But it's so important because what you know, I've seen what happens for in the, the end past. goal. Yeah, I've seen what happened in the past, and you know, this was with another group of coaches, and I'll never let it happen with this group because this group is so fucking aligned. Oh my god, it fucking makes my heart melt how just aligned we are. But I let the calls slide. Where, dude, I had all those client check ins. I had emails. I had a podcast. I had meetings with Stephen and Tony. Not this week. And then you just see, you see numbers drop. Yep. You see content drop. You see value drop. You see impact drop. You see cancellations happen. Like what happened? The only variable we can point to is that we didn't have a call last Thursday. Yeah. So it's very easy to put off. You have to stay aligned. You have to do that. I'm trying to have the most impactful and the most valuable team in the industry. I think we are either that or we're knocking on the door of being that. So I have to continue making these calls. You have to understand completing tasks doesn't always get you closer to the goal just because you respond to a client or just because you hit your training session or just because you did, did your cardio just because you checked the box does not mean you actually improved bring it into a relationship you have a date planned with your significant other you guys have been dating for a while you're real comfortable around each other you know you're in love you live together xyz all stuff and you have a date plan and you go out on the date and you know, you're just kind of tired and like, you're really hungry. And like, so you don't give, you don't give your date, which, you know, is your significant other. You don't give them your best. You don't give them your all. Well, there's a harsh way to view it. And then, you know, a reality way to view it. The harsh way to view it is, you know, I bet someone else in that restaurant love to take your date and give them the greatest fucking time of their life. Give them way more attention. Give them way more attention, way more passion, way more energy. It's easy to become complacent. You know, like, dude, we've all done it it's like we've all been complacent in fucking relationships and mm -hmm. shit like dude it's it's kind of nature of the beast right mm -hmm. so we need to check ourselves this is where all right what's the mission 
Oh, you want to be this person forever? All right, how are we aligning with that right now? All right, then just like I didn't want to answer a phone call earlier, you just need to step up. You just need to step up. Yep. And you need to show up and you need to have a good fucking time. Put a smile on your face. Make yeah. you laugh. Yeah. Exactly. Like, everyone has tough days. Everyone's got a lot of fucking shit going on. You know, like, enjoy that time together. You know, make it fucking count, right? I think that's really, really important. Absolutely. So that's, that's what alignment is. Don't just go out and check the box because... You know, like I said, harsh is someone else will check it way fucking better than you are right now. Uh, but the reality is you just have an okay date night. I don't know, dude. Like, okay date nights just like aren't that acceptable. Then you go back and you have okay sex. Say, and makes, uh, you have an okay sleep. And like now you're just complacent and okay. And all of a sudden you have an okay relationship. And then you have an okay relationship because you just keep checking the boxes of, okay, now I'm supposed to have sex. Okay, now we go on a date. Okay, now I help clean the house. Like, no, just, just, I, like, I'm literally, like, I'm preaching to myself here, too. Like, you get comfortable, you get complete, yo, just get, go all. Yeah. Like, give it everything. Okay is not enough. Yeah, it's, it, it shouldn't be acceptable. There was a Super Bowl commercial that was like, it's okay. Yeah, the, whatever yeah, what that the one. Fuck was I that? don't know. That was one of the best ones. Yeah, it was. It was. was. I agree. Who the fuck? I don't remember, was that? but it was so funny because they would that ask was like really one. important questions. Yeah, and they'd be like, "How was you know? How did you think about that? Or you know, how were they?" And yeah. like, it's okay. It's okay. And then the you know the people like second guessing. Like, Imagine okay. getting like done with a girl on a date or something, and it's like, it's "How okay. was the sex?" Yeah, okay. how was the sex? It's okay. Like, no, do you ever want to be okay? Literally anywhere. Like, no, it sh- it shouldn't be acceptable. It shouldn't nope, be acceptable whatsoever. So. I want you to understand. We had to do everything, every variable within a day. Once you once you assess your day to day and assess every variable within a day, it's just like that pit stop. Every variable has to get you closer to the mission you're looking to accomplish. Have the mission, get aligned with the mission, make it happen. You could remember I talked about how we all get in our fucking way, including myself. We all get in our way. We all hold ourselves back. It's kind of human fucking nature. Like, no one is just perfect with forward progression. It doesn't exist. I don't, I don't think it really fucking exists. You could behold the most powerful engine in the world inside of you. But the only way to tell how far you can go is by setting the tires up to push a car forward as efficiently as possible. By lining every single variable that you do throughout the day with that mission. Anything that does not contribute to the mission getting accomplished is gone. It's cut out. It's goodbye. And you don't think about it or see it anymore. Because the mission means so much. People are creatures of habit. People are creatures of a tribal community. And people are creatures of efficiency. Your habits define how good you are. If you're excellent, then your habits must be aligning with excellence. If you're someone who stands out, you truly you are just fantastic at what you do, then all of your habits have aligned for you to be there. If you're someone who allows less than stellar situations to you know stay and hover around you, you're probably never going to allow the excellence to truly shine through. You're probably never going to be part of a tribal community that truly serves you. You're probably never going to be pouring just into the missions cup, but you're going to be pouring into other people's cups as well. Remember the battery pack analogy? Charge your battery, fuel your battery, fill the battery towards your mission. You have to be able to cut the shit 
and just be able to go all in. If you've never tried going all in and you complain or bitch or anything about the results that you've gotten, you just need to understand those are the fucking results that you've earned. Episode 136, I'll see you next time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.